who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. What does feminism mean to you? During Women's History Month, come explore feminism and how it's playing out in real life with season two of Thread the Needle, a monthly podcast. I'm your host, Donna Schill. I'll use my background in journalism to dive into topics that matter to women today, from divorce to call-out culture to masculinity to girls' confidence. Season two of Thread the Needle finds the meeting place between feminist ideals and the realities of women's lives. Listen to Thread the Needle wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Keegan. And I'm Madigan. And you're listening to Your Your Angry Angry Neighborhood Neighborhood Feminist. Feminist. This is a podcast where we explore the world through our own personal feminist perspectives, and we didn't talk about that before. We did not. You just caught me so off guard. You just like pointed I, at I me. And almost I almost like, said it, and then I was like, "No, not my turn. I'm it's on. not my turn. I'm on. Back up. I'm ready." I mean, I doubt anyone listening even realized the like pure panic I felt for like a millisecond. <laughs> mi- yeah, millisecond pause like, there. <gasps> okay. Yeah. So you guys, we are going to talk today about why people hate. Skylar White from Breaking Bad. So I feel like this will probably be an ongoing series of talking yes. about, because it is a trope that happens so often yes. in movies and also on TV shows, um, where very, in general, normal, average, and even sensible female characters Are will hated. be um, villainized in the worst way. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I really felt that way when I watched this the first time, and I felt like I was on crazy pills because everyone, everyone was like, Skylar is the worst. I fucking hate her. She's yeah. such a bitch. And I was like, look, man, is she the nicest person of all time? Like, She bugged me the first few episodes. I was like, I don't like her, but I also wasn't like, fuck this lady, you know? You know, I don't even know that I ever really hated her because I... I didn't hate her, but it's fine. I understood... A lot of like where she was coming from in in, in certain like aspects, but like in the first episode, she is a bit like like she's mad at him for showing up. She's to a his little a little harsh. She's yeah, a little harsh. she's she's not warm. Right? You know? No, she's not warm. Um, okay, so before we get started, I know that this is not a show that's currently on. It you know had its finale like five years ago. I just watched. However, it and it a week ago, since so. I know that Madigan just watched it, and I know that because of our streaming culture that we have right now, um, people watch things at all different times. So I am going to give just a blanket spoiler warning. Yeah. Uh, for all of Breaking Bad, um, during our conversation here because yeah. we are going to talk about the show. And um, if you have not seen it, 
and you want to see it and you don't want any spoilers, maybe skip this episode. Yep. Just skip it all together. We're cool with it. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's all right. Come it's, back next next week. We're not going to be mad about it. It's yeah. totally fine. So I kind of broke some stuff down by season and I kind of broke, I started reading some really interesting articles, but I think it'd be interesting for us to start talking about um, who she is kind of through the seasons and things that could be maybe seen as nagging why they're not things like that where do you want to start with the whole thing well i mean we can we can start there so i mean when i say because you got some of it but you just watched it i was watching it when everyone was watching it like during the height of oh, it and I'm i was sure you saw the whole thing i was in the mix of like everyone is watching breaking bad yeah and Everyone, I mean, the internet was on fire with hate mm-hmm. for Skylar. Like, they hated Which, her. I don't think the hate was ever warranted, but I can see why asshole people would not like her in the first few seasons. But the last couple seasons, really? Well, I mean, and even then, even in the first few seasons, like, you said it exactly right that this, and this is going to be a bigger overarching issue that I feel like will come up when we talk about other characters, mm-hmm. um, have episodes about other characters in the future, is that women are not allowed to be cold. No. Like, if they are cold at all, whereas, like, male characters are allowed to be complicated. They have to be, like, badass or something. Right. If, if they're cold, they have to be, like, you know... um, aloof or misunderstood or mysterious yeah, like or, like, Jessica sexy. Jones yeah, or like, right? You know. um, but they're not just allowed to be, like, normal people who maybe aren't warm. Well, and this is, this actually kind of gets into something else that I wanted to talk about because women so often, even wise in TV shows, um, to be likable, they have to be sexualized. And Skylar was not sexualized. Well, I feel like they either have to be sexualized or mm-hmm. they have to be, like, leave it to Beaver. Like, yes. you know, Mrs. Brady, like, so sweet and, like, yeah. um, matronly, motherly. Yeah. Uh, it has to be one or the other. It has to either remind a kid of their own mother or they want to have to fuck her. That's right. the only two things right. I can think and of. And if she's just a human woman who is going through difficulties, I mean, this is just supposed to be an Albuquerque mom whose son has a disability who's yeah. just trying to like get through life well, you know what i mean and the whole thing is the way the show is that it starts is she's pregnant she's pregnant in like the first right. two seasons right and that is not sexualized you know what i mean she is seen as being a pregnant woman and is not and and she's like you said she's just a mom you know what i mean there's nothing about her that is either sexualized or the goody matronly mom that you discussed. Well, and I, yeah, and I feel like women are not allowed to be frustrated with their husbands. They're not allowed to have, like, genuine concerns or issues with their behavior because then they're seen as bitches. And I, and I really feel like that was pushed really hard. And when I was reading articles about this, um, the actress Anna Gunn was talking about how the show yeah. creator, um, he really actually instructed her to be pretty cold because you needed to focus on Walt. Walt yeah. is an anti-hero who's doing bad shit. And if you made Skylar too sympathetic, then all of us would be like, what an asshole. Yeah, like, we wouldn't like him We at wouldn't all. like him. But we hate her because... As much as Walt sucks, we want to see We're rooting him. For him. We're rooting for him in this weird way. He's the protagonist, and even was, though he's a murderer, drug yeah. dealer. And like the first few seasons, like I remember when they got divorced, I was kind of like, 
awesome, dude. You can do your shit now and you're not going to hurt your wife every day. Like, your wife, do you see her? This woman was fucking pregnant. And this is what bothered me the first two seasons of watching this. It is so dangerous to be a pregnant woman and to be under that amount of stress. So, I went on to ScienceDaily.com. Great. And it says, if a mother is stressed over a long period of time during her pregnancy, the concentration of stress hormones in the amniotic fluid rises. This affects the growth of the fetus and can um, create premature birth. So basically, you're draining, you're drying up your amniotic fluid. And that is like basically the baby's oxygen, to put it it's simply. It's being cut off. It's being cut off. Like, I've, I, I think I told you, I don't know if I said it on the show, my boyfriend was born really, he was born, he was two pounds. Right, you did. His mom has an autoimmune disease, and her amniotic fluid was so low that he was curled in a ball, and they didn't think he would ever walk because his legs were tucked they into his body. They developed tucked in. Because he had, he was like trying to make himself as small as he could to like fight Preserve his energy and you all know? that. Mm-hmm. So she's pregnant, and I'm like, not only are her hormones all over the place, and like, it's hard to be pregnant in general. Well, I mean, and but like, you're causing her so much fucking stress. Okay, yeah. So we'll get into it, but let's start kind of. So in the beginning, mm-hmm. in the beginning, it's set up like there's this family life. You have this kind of mild mannered teacher, science mm-hmm. teacher, and kind of a nerdy pushover guy. A, a pushover yeah. guy, and his wife is pregnant. His son has cerebral palsy, and he makes a very modest living working as a high school teacher. And while and a car wash, and and at a car wash, and while Skylar is not warm, she does seem fairly satisfied. Like you know, yeah. it's just her life. She's stressed about you know they're both stressed about money and things like that, but she's not. But that's she a doesn't normal. Belittle him. No, she's not like why aren't you making more money? That's a normal married relationship. That's yeah. kind of what you see. So then, um, Walt, who is Brian Cranston's character, he is diagnosed with cancer and he... Skylar doesn't even get a chance to react to the situation because he doesn't tell her. He doesn't tell her. Well, and, okay, so the first episode, the thing that rubbed me the wrong way about Skylar, which really wasn't even a bad way. Like, I didn't, like, I'm just gonna say, I never hated her, I never disliked her, but I was kind of, like... She wasn't designed to be likable. Exactly, and I could tell. So in the first episode, he he just, Walt just found out that he has cancer on his birthday, and he doesn't know it, well, he probably does, but there's a surprise party waiting for him at home, and he's super late, and Skylar's super pissed because he's late to this party, and then later, she's, like, on her laptop, like, half-heartedly giving him a handjob? Right. Okay. Yeah. That's that's gross. Don't do that. Like, it was super gross, but it's also just kind of like. But come if you're from, gonna do it, right? At least commit. I mean, commit. Come on. It takes it, it takes all of half an hour, maybe. Come on. For a hand job, no, I, I hope mean, it doesn't take a half an hour. I mean, total for all the setup, right? For everything. But if you're just gonna give him a hand job, honestly. Close the laptop. Really fucking focus for yeah, thirty seconds. Yeah, get it done. Because done. otherwise, you're dragging that shit out for yeah. way longer than and you need to. And he's not turned on. He's just like. Bleh. But you know, okay. So yes, I'm with you on that one. And yes, is her reaction to the um, surprise party a little extreme? It is a little bit. However, I feel like so often with Skylar. No one thinks about like as an actor, right? You have to put yourself in that position. Yeah, and. I if I had done all that planning and she doesn't know that mm-hmm. he had just gotten diagnosed with cancer. So in it's her true. mind, he is just being inconsiderate. Yeah. He didn't text her, he didn't call her. She ha- in her mind has done something very considerate. Yeah. And well, she this did. and this man 
isn't doing anything considerate back and like so we know information she doesn't know that makes her look like a major raging harpy bitch yeah but like in from her perspective i would be annoyed yeah if like i had done this thing and you were supposed to be home at this time and you don't tell me yeah you know i would be annoyed i don't think i would let it linger the way that she does yeah but um can we talk about the thing that upset me the most about the first season that almost made me not want to continue watching the show sure when walt rapes skylar I forget. I don't remember. I haven't you seen it. You forget about it as the show goes on, but I, I paused it and I turned to Max and I'm like, is this what the show is going to be like? And he goes, this never happens again. I'm like, okay, then well, I, I mean, will keep watching. That's the thing is like people forget that this is not a good guy. He may have entered into a life of crime for quote unquote good reasons. But he he admits it in the end that he did it for himself. Of he course. He doing it. He, of, he did it. I mean, and that's the thing you have to remember when everyone is vilifying Skylar. She did not sign up for this life. Nope. She didn't sign up for her family to be put at risk. Walt selfishly, knowing he was going to die, did that to her mm-hmm. and to them without their consent. Yeah. You know, um, because he took some kind of thrill in being this he's person. He's an adrenaline junkie. I mean, right. you see it when he's driving the car and blows it up, you know, and he was in this weird high, and he fucking rapes her. And the thing that broke my heart with this scene is, like, she's wearing, like, a face mask, and you can see the mask on the refrigerator where he slammed her face into it. And then she, like, leaves, and the kitchen is a mess because he's, like, shoving her all over the place, and their son, Walt Jr., comes home and is just kind of like, what's happening in here? Like, I mean, and, and that's the thing. And he sees the face print on the fridge. It's just, it's so And that's disturbing. the thing as well as, like, I, I, I understand, I'm going to read some quotes from the um, show creator later, where it clearly feels like everyone in this cast and the crew didn't quite understand all of the Skylar hate. Mm-hmm. However... There was so much in this that, like, I feel so much sympathy for Skylar because also, like, her son hates her. Her son blames her for everything. The everything for the marriage falling apart. Yeah. And it's just like she, and I do, I do feel like that is indicative of what women experience where we take the brunt of the emotional labor and responsibility. Because we're trying to protect our family. For everybody around us all the time. Yeah. Because. I mean, it's awful. It's like Walt Jr. is like, you're a fucking bitch. Dad's the greatest. And it's like, dad is going to get you all fucking killed. Your mom is trying to protect you. Yeah. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to be the bad guy in this family if it's going to protect you and keep you alive. Right. And she knows that. There are times where she even says, like, I will take the brunt of this to keep us safe. And it's just that scene, it almost made me stop watching the show because I was like, I cannot. If this is how he's going to treat her physically this entire series... I cannot watch it. It's going to be too much for me. Um, but yeah, it's just... And and the people on the internet when that episode came out were so awful. They were saying that she wanted it. There are people saying later when um, Lydia shows up in the last season, the woman who um, works as like the... What is the product that she gets? She's like a supplier for one of the products. They it's need. been a long time since I, I I've seen I just this finished myth. it and I can't remember right. what it is. Um, but they're like, I can't wait. I can't wait till Walt rapes Lydia. No, I mean, and that's the and thing. there's fucking three characters in the entire show, and that you want. Ugh, that's so the thing is like people. Okay, so I'm just gonna go ahead and do it now. Yeah. So. Um, 
Vince Gilligan was asked in a May interview with Vulture Blog at New York Magazine. He was asked about Skylar White, and uh, Vulture said, One of the criticisms of Breaking Bad that keeps coming up is over the female characters. Skylar White is seen by some as this hen-pecking woman who stands in the way of Walt's fun. And Gilligan says... Man, I don't see it that way at all. We've been at events and had all our actors up on stage, and people ask Anna Gunn, why is your character such a bitch? And with the risk of painting with too broad a brush, I think the people who have these issues with the wives being too bitchy on Breaking Bad are misogynists, plain and simple. I like Skylar a little less now that she's succumbed to Walt's uh, mechanic. Mechanations. Mechanations. I had the same quote. (laughs) Um, Now that she's succumbed to Walt's mechanations, but in the early days when she was the voice of morality on, but in the early days she was the voice of morality on the show. She was the one telling him, "You can't cook crystal meth." She's got a tough job being married to this asshole. And this, by the way, is why I should avoid the internet at all costs. People are griping about Skylar White being too much of a killjoy to her meth-cooking, murdering husband. She tells him not to be a murderer and a guy who cooks drugs for kids. How could you have a problem with that? Exactly, but it's not the way that it's set up. So the next thing that I read... But just so you know, like that's what the show creator thinks of you if you're saying shit like that. You are a misogynist, plain and simple, if you want to vilify this woman for telling her husband not to give drugs to children. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, is while that was not his intention, I read an article and I... Oh, it was at theweek.com where they say, is it a fan or a structural problem? And I figured it was a fan problem. People are misogynistic and awful, but it's the way that she is written in the show that... It's a, it can be seen as a well, structural I mean, it, problem it, as well. It is exactly what I, I said in the beginning, which is that, you know, Anna Gunn talks about it. Vince Gilligan did tell her to play it less sympathetic because they had to. Because it, yeah. it's the only way having an anti-hero works. Yeah. Because if you have a very, very, very sympathetic wife, yeah. then you cannot root no, for him. Exactly. So... Most stories need a villain to work. We secretly like villains because, quote, they're so naughty. The anti-hero recipe works well for Walt because it combines the appeal of being bad with the centrality of protagonism. With Skylar, she... She's made into the antagonist, but isn't given any of the thrills of villainy. They're not writing her in a thrilling manner. They're writing her as a real person. By making her a boring wife with an actual moral compass, the audience becomes annoyed, which in turn which turns to hatred. Thisweek.com says, Protagonism, no matter how villainous, easily trumps ethics. So, Walt's journey is very much on a quest for, like, his questions about masculinity, where... um. Skylar has been very, very boiled down to her femininity. But like I said earlier, not in a not, not in a sexy fun, way. Not in a fun right. femininity. Right. She was either pregnant or being a mom or nagging her husband. There was nothing sexy or appealing to her. So she's worthless to people who are watching. They're like, why are we watching this woman on screen well, and when they're there's... not giving these awful people anything to like? And there's no like in-depth analysis of her character either because she's right. not it's she's not the main character. She's not the protagonist. She's not Jesse. She's not going through these grand character arcs. Yeah. Right? Where we get to Although understand she does have a very she, she does have arc. she yeah. does have an intense arc, but it's not nuanced emotionally. And because, because it's Walt's story, mm-hmm. we Walt resents her 
in turn, we resent her because we are watching Walt's story. We are meant to feel what Walt's feeling. So when Vince Gilligan says, I don't know why people hate Skylar so much, it's like, it makes sense. Like, she, if you're going to make her into this person that she's been made into you can't be surprised because I we mean, are watching it through Walter's view and I understand I understand that however I will go back to I watched this when yeah. it came out I had arguments at the time in yeah. defense of Skylar White Same. because I feel like yes it's set up that way but also any thinking person who's watching this show should be able to say Okay, if you were in her shoes, yes, we don't have such a nuanced analysis of her character, but if you were in her shoes, she woke up one day, yesterday she was married to one person, now she finds out that the person she's been sharing her bed with all this time is a completely different person. We thought She like, thought she was married to Walt when she's married to fucking Heisenberg. Yeah, and so like, you know? how would you react to that situation? And exactly. in fact, there was, I read so many articles, I can't remember which one yeah. this was. I think this may have been a, um, this may have been a TV Guide article. Um, but it says... Though he did eventually tell his wife about his condition, she didn't learn about his second life until he was elbow deep in the trenches of the meth business. Put yourself in Skylar's modest pumps. In her eyes, her husband was suddenly becoming duplicitous and distant, and his entire persona seemed to change overnight. She'd spent decades sharing a bed with one man and, for reasons she couldn't comprehend, woke up with another. Every scene that centered on Skylar's dissatisfaction with Walt felt like yet another hurdle for our hard-working anti-hero. Rather than give her the same kind of in-depth character analysis Walt inspired, fans widely considered Skylar a nag and a shrew who wouldn't just get out of the way and let her husband do what he thought was right, yeah. even when he knew it was wrong. And that's she the thing is, like, that's why when his they... conscience... Yeah. And it's like, oh, we don't want a conscience. We want to see him do bad things. Right. Because yes. we're an audience of the show, and that's but, what it's about. But seeing him do bad things doesn't... It's it's like people are so ignorant as well, because it's like, do you think this show would work without a moral compass? You it need wouldn't. somebody yeah. to be the center here. But that's why when she got out, when she was like, no, we're like, you're out of my house, I'm like, thank God, because now Skylar I him can out be so free, much sooner. and Walt can do whatever the fuck he wants to screw up his life, and it's not going to affect her or the kids. It shouldn't. And it shouldn't. It still did, though. It still did. Well, because they they made up, you know? But, I mean, it would have anyways. But, I mean, like, at least he's not under the same roof as them all the time. And, by the way, she kicks him out. He gets another condo. He's like, I want it as is. Here's all my money, whatever. Moves into this condo. And then one day just decides he's going to move back in. Things are going a little better in the house. He's coming over dinners every now and again. And he's like... I figured it was time I moved back. And she's like, at first she wanted him to move back and he didn't want to move back. But now she's like, I don't really want you back. And he's just like, I'm I mean, that, I'm that, that's the thing is like, yes, of course, it's set up for you to root for Wall. I rooted for Wall. Everyone does. But there is no getting around that this really isn't a good person or that he treats his wife very well he because he does horribly. not treat her well. Like, yeah. You know, and that's part of it. It's like he never, I, I could never have a relationship with someone where they never call me in on any decisions. I mean, he'd be gone. And then when, okay, so in season two, maybe it's the end of season one to the beginning of season two, I think, when he's kidnapped by Tuco. 
that like I don't first, know when it is, but I know what you're it's talking like about. the first drug lord, and he, mm-hmm. they create this like fugue state scenario, whatever. But he mentions to her, or like she sees that he has a second cell phone. And somehow Marie already knows that there's two cell phones. I can't remember how that all went down. But basically Marie's like, hey, he's got two cell phones. And Skylar doesn't trust him. And he's not giving her any reason. So she's not being warm and loving to him. And he's like, what? I said I was sorry. I said, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And she's like, no, there's something. Like, I'm not an idiot. There's well, something I mean, going and, on. And here's the thing. There are valid criticisms of Skylar. Like, there are things to dislike about her outside of that it's written that way. I mean, her sister has a kleptomania problem, and she's incredibly judgmental about it. She's not very good, the person. But you know what? Real people are like this sometimes. She's not very good at being understanding, even though she has her own flaws. And I think that that is frustrating, yeah. and I understand but why people don't like that. But that would be a like logical that. reason for someone not to like her, or to be right. frustrated with that her. that is a logical reason. Yeah. But for you to not like her because you think she's nagging, I'm like, I'm sorry. If my husband was constantly putting my family in danger, and mm-hmm. myself in danger, and constantly leaving me out of massive life decisions that affect all of us. Yeah, hiding money and guns in the house. I would probably I mean, sound pretty naggy about it as well. I would well. be a raging fucking bitch. Right? 100%. I've even read comments from people where they're like, if I have to watch one more episode with Skylar's saggy cleavage in my face Jesus. and blah, blah, blah. It's like, give her a fucking break. Well, and that's a good, like, that is a good, um segue into talking about how fans treated not only the character of Skylar, but also the actress. They went they after her. They went after Anna Gunn fucking hard. And that's another thing, which really points to the intelligence level of these people, because I'm just like, you can't distinguish between a character and someone that they're playing. She was, yeah. di- she was directed to yeah. act that way. Yeah. And she won two Emmys, so by the way, she did a good fucking and job. And by the way, she's never taken an acting class in her life. I'm sorry, what? She's amazing. She was in, What the fuck? She's a natural. She was in Deadwood as well. She was oh. very good. Um, she was on Seinfeld. We, when we, the night oh, we yes. finished Breaking Bad, she we was. turned Seinfeld on to go to bed, and I'm like, Skylar? Yes, she was. <laughs> um, okay, so she, you know, in response to all this, it was hard on her. It was hard on her. I cannot imagine, like, can't getting imagine that either. kind of, like, this is a character you're proud of, you're on a hit TV show, right? Like, yeah. you, this should be the highest point of your life. Exactly. And you're getting fucking death threats on Twitter yeah. from these mouth breathers on the internet. Um, so in 2013, which I think was after Breaking Bad ended, I think or it was. I think it was the year it ended. As I it believe was ending. it stopped in 2013. Um, Anna Gunn responded to the back- backlash uh, with a op-ed for the New York Times, and in it she wrote that she felt her character had become a flashpoint for many people's feelings about strong, non-submissive, ill-treated women. She said, I finally realized that most people's hatred of Skylar had little to do with me and a lot to do with their own perception of women and wives. She continued, because Skylar didn't conform to be a comfortable ideal of the archetypical female, she had become a kind of Rorschach test for society, a measure of our attitudes towards gender. And that's exactly what we were talking about. Because she wasn't you know, Mrs. Brady. Yeah. Or Jessica Jones. Yeah. She was just a woman. Yeah. Who 
had flaws yeah. and was frustrating and was frustrated, yeah. you know. That but who we also couldn't... was doing the best she could with the Which circumstances Which was doing the best she her. could. She yeah. was doing the best she could and was the moral compass of yeah. this show, yeah. right? Like, um, yeah. I, and I agree. I think that, like, people who people who hated her for that, I feel like that's deep, deep-rooted misogyny. It is. That's all it is. Plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Like, it's exactly what Vince Gilligan said. Um, I mean, things... And like you said, there are things that she did that people could probably, um, like, legitimately dislike her for. Right. Like, honestly, people didn't seem to give a shit when she was sleeping with Ted that, I, that I'm aware of. I don't remember reading a lot about that. I, I heard people who were... Okay, who I, were upset about that, but I, I didn't watch. I didn't watch it like, when it was on. Okay, look, no. Okay, so yes, you should not cheat on your husband. I think I mean, we, they were separated. Yeah, and they, they wanted to get a divorce. I mean, okay, yes, but here's the thing, though. Your husband at this point. Do you even fucking know your husband at this point? Nope. He has been so emotionally and physically distant. Right, and she has known Ted for a long time. She knows that Ted is interested. And, like, this woman probably needs a fucking break from her life. I don't, not saying I would do the same thing as she's doing, but I don't blame her. Right. I don't blame her. I I feel like, I feel like people really hated that Skylar was a real person. person. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I I mean, those things are flaws. They're flaws, but they're real flaws. Yeah. You know, why is Walt allowed to make all of these poor decisions yeah. over and over and over again and have and all of these him. deep flaws and we're not granting the same to his poor fucking wife. Because she's not framed the same. She's right. not, and you she's are right not the main character of the story. Although I have to say, her singing Happy Birthday, Mr. President to Ted has got to be one of the most cringeworthy moments in television history yeah. that I've ever seen. I was watching... Secondhand like, embarrassment. I, like, had my eyes, my hands over my eyes, but, like, my fingers were separated. Like, oh, is it done? I is fucking it done? hate... I, I get secondhand embarrassment so hard where I have yeah. to, like, fast forward through yeah. shows. Ooh. I can't watch the episode of Friends where um, <gasps> Ross cheats and he's on his knees oh. and he's begging her to take him back. I don't know. There's something about that scene where I'm so like, Ross, you, what? You know what no. scene of Friends that I can't watch that what? I was just, I had on yesterday that what? I was like, all right, we're turning this off, is the scene where Rachel is trying to get Joshua to <gasps> like her and she's in the, the cheerleading outfit and her like mouth is all swollen yeah. and she's like trying it's so desperate that I'm like I feel so yeah awkward but like yeah that that scene the happy birthday ooh I don't like it Mr. Nope. President don't like that feel real uncomfortable oh, in this closet right now and she gets actually real close to him no not a fan not a fan at all um it's it's kind of it's not off topic, but it's jumping a little bit. I I remember in season five, when we meet Lydia, I was finally like, another fucking female character. Thank you. There's like three female characters, yes. except for um, Jane, Jesse's girlfriend, who for dies. like a few episodes. Jessica Jones. Jessica yeah. Jones, who dies. There's three female characters in this yep. entire Marie, show. Marie, Skylar, and Lydia. And, Lydia. and honestly... All three of them are very flawed. Mm-hmm. All three of them can be incredibly unhinged. I would say especially Marie and Lydia, I think, are the most unhinged. Lydia's a fucking... Like, nutcase. Nutcase. She's, well, she's like... I mean, she is and isn't. Like, she's just very... 
she's hyper aware of the situation and very nervous and like I would be too. I would be Lydia in this situation. I I feel like um But it does not pass the Bechtel test is what I was gonna say. I mean it probably does once in the fucking like five seasons. Like maybe once does Skylar and Marie talk about something other than a man. They only talk Um, about men. But I mean her shoplifting issues. I will say that I will say that in that regard, I do think maybe this was a structural problem mm-hmm. in that, like, yes, what Breaking Bad does so well is that all of the characters are so incredibly flawed. Yeah. Like, and that is a great thing. You know, it's great to see a lot of characters who are flawed. There's no one real clean hero here, even though they yeah. all have redeeming aspects about their personalities because they're people. But what I will say is when the female characters are flawed... I don't know if this is a fan or perception thing or a structural thing that the female characters do come across as shrew-like yeah. when when in their flaws. Like their flaws are come across come across as like harsh and I don't know if that's because of the way we are conditioned as yeah. a society to to see their flaws yeah. or if they are actually written that way. It's I think hard it's, to know. I think it's both. I think they're written that way to ensue that reaction in us because I think that that Everybody in this show is flawed, except for, like, honestly, the children in this show. That's it. You know what I mean? I mean, but even Walt Jr. is flawed. Yeah, it's true. You know, he's flawed. He just wants his breakfast, though, you know? He just wants... But he wants his dad. Like, he just clings to his dad, and so... Because he's Walt fucking Jr. Like, know, but he's got in, the same name, you in, know what I mean? He wants his approval. There's something... It's literally... His he, lack of empathy for his mother, as well, is very upsetting. So fucked up, yeah. You know what I mean? Because so I'm Holly like, your, is the only redeeming character. That's your mom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I think Jesse did the opposite of Walt, where Jesse started off being, I don't give a fuck, kind of bad kid, and in the end of the series turns out to be, like... Well, the thing about Jesse is that he guy. has... He has a moral compass. He's just um, struggling with a lot of issues. And was also heavily manipulated for years. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess in the show, it's only been like a year and a half. For us, it had been years. For the actual timeline of the show, it wasn't that long. Right, but because Holly was still like young. A baby, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, the scene where there's literally a fucking knife fight while he tries to kidnap his child. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. He's not the father of the year. No! <laughs> Well, and he's fucking, like, well, I think Skylar pulled the knife, and then they, like, fought for the knife, and then he took the baby. And then also in season five. He's so fucking selfish, though, because I'm just yeah. like, dude, you say you're doing all this for your family, right? You're doing all this for your family. He knew all along you want to give them a good life and all this shit. And then it's like, okay, well, then why don't you go away? And do your shit. Exactly. You can, you can send that money back. You fighting with Skylar and taking your baby is... When you know that you have cancer and you're going to die already... Yeah. Is just proof positive that none of this was ever for your family. Like, no. it's not for your family. And he finally admits it. And that's why at the end, Skylar was like, I swear, if you say this was for the family, he's like, nope, it was all for me. It's like, thank fucking right. God. Right. And honestly, the only time that I can ever logically see people turning on Skylar as when Skylar says that he should kill Jesse in, like, one of the last episodes. She's like, what's one more? Just do it. If he's the reason, like, that we are afraid and running away right now because he was going to burn their house down, she's like, what's one more? Yes, and I agree. But we knew, we know Walt's story and we know his love for Jesse, so we're like, what a bitch. Right, right, which is also, again, you need to put yourself in Skylar's shoes of, like, Skylar has one objective here. 
Like, I mean, you know, of course her character has more Possible. nuances than that. There's, like, there's other little side things. But her one main objective through all five seasons of this show is protect my family. Yeah. Protect my family. So she's like, hey, you all killed costs. all these people. This is our current threat. What's one more? I mean, and Vince Gilligan does say that she becomes less of a moral compass as the series goes on, but that's in large part due to the position that Walt put her in. Well, and then eventually, you know, he does quit. He he stops cooking meth and things like that, and they kind of go back to... And you see where Skylar just kind of... They almost seem happier they than seem in the beginning. happier. It's like they've, like, worked their shit out. They've gone through some shit together. They have, and they have this bond now. You know what I mean? And I feel like they, their relationship should never have made it, but it became stronger because of all the things I that they did. I need to rewatch did. this show. Watch. I need to rewatch it, too. I'm going to start Better Call Saul soon. So, I mean, yeah. but I do think it's interesting that we as a fandom, not we as in you and I, because, yeah. again, I am going to say I never hated Skylar. I thought she was a flawed character, but I never I hated her. I thought her fascinating, to be honest. I was always very interested in her, and as the seasons went on and she started standing up for herself, I was like, fuck exactly. yeah, Skylar. That's, I felt the same way. But the op- it is interesting to me the opposition between the actors' per- perceptions of Skylar and the audience. Because yeah. both Aaron Paul, who plays Jesse, and um, the guy who played Hank, both of them had conversations where they're like, I don't get it. Um, Aaron Paul said, why did our audience not sympathize with this poor woman? Granted, she's a thorn in Walter White's side, and everyone's rooting for Walter to succeed, but my God, you wake up one day, you find out your husband is a meth kingpin, you know? You're gonna have something to say about that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like people just wanted this submissive woman who was just like, okay, dear. Okay, honey. Whatever you think is best. Let me just, like, make your bacon into whatever age you are now. Whatever. I'll, I'll pack you a lunch, and you go off and... You know, deal meth. That's yeah. fine. You know Have what I mean? Day, honey, here's a kiss on the cheek. Which I'm just like, I'm so happy. And I also read an article about how, um, how we have Skylar to thank for the rise of anti heroines, which yeah. has happened a lot more recently. And, I I have to say that I love that we've moved on to this new trend of women being very empowered and not whereas in like you know everybody loves raymond in the in the 90s and all these sitcoms it was very much portrayed only as a nagging wife even though yeah. oftentimes they're right they're Deborah right. is the voice of reason she's and everybody right. loves raymond she's not right 100 percent of the she's time she's surrounded by idiots she's surrounded by idiots um but she was always portrayed as a nagging wife yeah. you know what i mean and I love that we are moving in a direction of, like, no, 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 this is sanity. Yeah. Like, you are acting impulsively and toxically, and this person over here, this is sanity. And she might not be likable, but she's not wrong. We might be rooting for you because you're our our protagonist, but she is not wrong. Right. And what I I also like is, I mean, I think as a whole, this continues to be evolving, but I like that we're starting to see more characters that are kind of female Walter Whites in a way, where we need to show women who um, are flawed and have them still be our heroes in a way, instead of just having them be our punching bags and our release to be angry with. And flawed in a way that's more real, because 
we have been, I feel like, infatuated with the flaws of... We, we keep going back to Jessica Jones, but, like, we have been infatuated with those kinds of flaws, right? Or like Dexter. She's dark. Or, she's yeah. complicated. She drinks whiskey straight. And yeah. she has trauma she has to deal with. And we find that to be intriguing and sexy. And, like, so we've dealt with those kinds of flaws. it's also very heightened. It's almost like the cool girl version. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the manic pixie dream girl of, like... Bad girls. Of bad girls. Yeah. And, like, we... So we've accepted, like, that kind of flawed female heroine. Yeah. But I like that we are starting to accept that, like... And, you know, this is one that we talked about talking about and we will probably talk about in the future, but, like, Betty Draper is another one who people yeah. fucking hated. Yeah. And I watched it and I, I was like... I loved her. Well, I, I don't love her. I mean, I see... I see why she's a frustrating character. Well, yeah, because she's a little... Hmm. I see that and I see why, I why she, she could be obnoxious. But... Her husband's a piece of shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we can want You'd Don... you be obnoxious, too. We can want Don Draper to succeed because he's our protagonist, while also realizing you would never fucking want to be married to him. And if you were ever treated like that, you might be a little bitchy, too. Yeah. You know? And I like that we're moving in that direction of just, like, women should be allowed to be... Well, they're not cowering away. Right. You know, like, I dated I'm gonna somebody... I'm going to tell you you're a piece of shit. I dated somebody who, like, idolized... Don Draper. You know exactly Ew. who I'm talking about. And, okay, that's a red flag. Listen, women, <laughs> if, you're, if you're dating somebody and like they're like, you know who my hero is? Don Draper. <laughs> Peace the fuck out of that relationship immediately, if not sooner. I read an article, too, where somebody wrote about um, why I won't date a guy who says he hates Skylar White. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, because it's clearly such... Bullshit. Because if you think about it for even two seconds, you can be like, there are things about this character that I I, that I am valid in disliking. Yeah. But to call her a fucking nagging bitch... Or to uh, say she a, deserves to be raped? That Seriously? is a, a red... Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. Peace. Yeah. Deuces. Girl, run. Yes. Girl fucking yes. run. Yeah, I, I think that the show as a whole is such a beautifully written, well-thought-out show... But I do believe that with it being so male-centric, you know, when, with creators, directors, actors, it's a very male-centric and show. And their target audience was men. And their target was audience men. was men. That I feel like, although their intentions were good and they didn't mean to have Skylar appear this way, and a lot of the actors didn't even see her being that way, I believe that without female voices in the writing room without agreed, female voices agreed. on set. Even mm -hmm. the actors themselves, because when you're doing it yourself, you can validate all of those things. Like, she didn't think that Skylar was an awful character, but having someone on the outside be able to say, you know, kind of break up where she might be able to well, be seen in a different light and things like that. They should have rode that line better. Like, I understand where Vince Gilligan is coming from when he said... We need to make her less sympathetic so that we can sympathize with our, our protagonist. But we made but her very... you swung too far the other way. Yeah. And I feel like, yes, if you had had a woman in the room, she could have given you a more nuanced view of, like, yes, we can't make her too sympathetic, but also we need to make her relatable enough that people don't actively hate her. I because mean, honestly, what he is doing is wrong. And I feel like by the end of the series... They, they're they emphasizing that. You're not yeah. supposed to think that what Walt is doing is good. Oh, I was flipping him off the entire right. time the last, like, five episodes. I'm like, fuck this guy. Right. I you're do not, not like, you're not someone kill him. You're not supposed to think that what he's doing is good. So, 
you can make her a little more sympathetic than I think, you did. I think they did a good job in making her sympathetic in one way. And do you remember the scene where um, it's, I think it's Walt's birthday again or something, and they're out by the pool, and she's standing at the pool, and Walt is talking about how amazing Skylar has been the past year. And I'm just, I'm like, she's going in that pool. She's going in that pool, and she just walks in and then goes under, and they're trying to, like, pull her out. And she's like, I mean, it was kind of an act, but at the same time, I think this woman was really, like... I'm trapped. Yes, and I I, rem- I, I remember that as well. It's like, I, and I think there could have been more moments like that for Skylar. I think there could have been more moments of because you look feel what bad. this is doing to her. Yeah, mentally. Like I think they really should have not so much that it it took away from our feelings for Walt, but they should have given us a little bit more of like, look at what he is doing to his family. Look at what yeah. this kind of toll. Like, the kind of tool that this would take on you. Yeah, and because she couldn't even talk to anybody. He was so manipulative. And I wish... I almost wish, like... I love Marie's character. I loved to hate her. I loved to love her. She's super obnoxious, but yeah. But she turned out to be so great. But I wish there was another female character at some point, whether it be a doctor or a friend or an aunt, fucking anything that could have maybe been a bit of a grounding tool for Skylar as well. Because I feel like yes. that could have helped a lot. If they th- had had a mother, like if her mother was in the picture and like maybe one scene where she's just like, are you okay? Yeah. Like what's going because on Marie with you? Because Marie doesn't really care until it affects her. Because Marie out is that a narcissist kind of. She like, is. She's very she focused on herself. She doesn't care until she finds out that Walt is Heisenberg and it's you know, bad for Hank, and it's bad for, you know, all these things, and she cares about the kids, but at the same time, she isn't ever really listening to Skylar, and when Skylar does blow up, she doesn't know how to handle it. Right. There's I mean, no rational so, woman on this show that's able to step yeah. in and give us that same kind of light, where I feel like if they were to have another character that Skylar could have legitimately confided in, that could right. maybe even give her more of a pull, like... What you're saying is right, but I want to be with my husband. But this, and that we could have, have some conflict. We could have know? more of an internal monologue, externalized. Like we could know what's going on with her. Yeah, I think in a in a much better way. Yeah, yeah because because Marie is such a she's so self focused that that's even sadder for Skylar. Like that's that's the thing is like no one is on her side. I don't understand all of the hate for Skylar because if you think one second about you being in that position, it is like, yeah, you are alone. She has no, no one, one is on your side. Even her fucking kid is like, you're a bitch. Right. Like she has nobody. Imagine what that would feel like. It would you're be helpless. Awful. Because all of these decisions have been made for you, and then in you're your forced own marriage, to make these decisions by laundering right. money and doing all this kind of stuff that you don't want to do. You were, I mean, when you were fine with the life that you had, yeah. And even when she was working for Ted and he was kind of like push these numbers around a little bit, you could see how difficult it was for her. We know that's not something she's like okay with doing, but she's like, this is my reality, and I have to do what I have to do in order to protect my family. She was the one who was protecting the family the entire time. Exactly. She's exactly. like, we have to make this believable, and Walt's like, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to do that. She's like, you fucking bitch. She was uncompromising Listen. in that her one overarching goal is protect my family, protect my kids, Mom and she made some questionable decisions doing that, but it felt more justified to me yeah. than what Walt was doing. Like, in the beginning, they tried to make what Walt was doing very justified. It was about cancer, and I, I get that. It was about and, pre- and making sure your family was taken care he of. He wanted, and what, like $170,000? Something like, like that. that. And Jesse mentions it at the end of the show. He goes, look, I know you only need that amount of money because you told me, and we're willing to give you $5 million to buy out, and you're not going to do that? Really? 
Like he's and you're going to die anyway. Hungry. Yeah, he's exactly. Power exactly. You know, and ugh, it's just life. But you were mentioning earlier too about how you wish there was like a mother character or something that could step in. And I guess there were scenes written in where Marie and Skylar were going to go visit like their dad. But because it didn't fit, it was too far away from the central storyline, they didn't do it. Well, and you see, I I think the show is so good because it is so centralized, but also I think now, and it, it wasn't that long ago that the show ended, really. But a lot has changed. But a lot has changed in, in TV, where now I feel like we embrace multiple storylines and kind of like we embrace... Watching them braid together, you know? And I think we could have still had a sympathetic Walt while getting to know and understand these other characters. I think we could have had both. I think that it's one of those hindsight things, too, where Mm -hmm. it's like they set Skylar up in the beginning to be a certain way, and it didn't really matter what they did as the seasons went on because we already had... It was hard to backpedal. ...a vision. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everyone had made up their minds already about who Skylar was and everything like that. So I feel like if that was going to happen, it had to be in the beginning because really the first season, like... She doesn't come off bad, but she doesn't come off the best. She's no. like very, very, She's very cold. cold. She's like cold. with her sister, with her husband, where it's kind of like you want to slap her and be like just for a second, like just step step but, out of but yourself. But you know what? Though, you know? in truth, all of them are like that. Like yeah. you could say the same thing about Marie. It's like for yeah. one second, think about somebody else. You could say that about Hank. He's fucking obnoxious. It's like everybody yeah. and i feel like everyone but was Hank's written death. they were all oh. written as kind of caricatures do you know what i mean like they, they were, were all but that's what made it pay off so well was because they didn't stray from their characters yet like big spoiler which i just mentioned hank dies where we're rooting for Hank never to find out. Where for me, honestly, I was like, when is this guy going to find out? It's going to get fucking juicy when this guy finds out the whole time I'm watching. But, like, he didn't But really... you had to know as soon as he found out, it was like, shit's going down for shit's Hank. Shit's going like, way you know? down. But then as soon as he died, I knew it was happening. I knew it was coming. But that death... That death, I think, hit me the hardest. That was a... Like, that show was so satisfying. That show, to me, was what Game of Thrones should have been. Like, because Game of Thrones ended so poorly for me that I was like, that is what it, because I watched it. I remember Anthony and I, like, rushed home to, like, to watch the finale at the same time as everybody else because it was, like, such a big deal. And it did have that payoff of feeling like, oh. Oh, it was so, it was so um, cathartic. It was perfect. It It was was just like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. Have you seen that meme where it's like, um... Walt, it's like Walt calls up Game of Thrones or whatever, and then it's just the, I won. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he did. He that did. scene where he's trying to blow up Gus is like, mm, I love I'm Gus. Gonna, I'm going to rewatch this show. I, I have been meaning to rewatch um, Breaking Bad ever since I, I first watched Pay it. Pay attention to the colors. That was one of the first things I ever noticed about the show, because everyone knows how much purple surrounds Marie. Mm-mm. What? Her whole house is purple. Well, I haven't watched it in, like, five years. Okay, but she only wears purple. Her whole house is purple. Everything is purple. Purple is a royal color. Everything that those characters wear, the colors, matches with what's going on in the story. If you notice in the last season, both Walt and Skylar are wearing beige. They typically match. Also, if you watch with Walt Jr., the colors he's wearing shows where his allegiance is. If he's wearing similar colors to his mom... 
you know his allegiance is with his mom. When he's wearing colors similar to his dad, it's when the storyline is when he's allegiant to his father. Well, Junior was annoying, the more, too. Yeah. The, the more humorous <laughs> characters wear orange. If you look at Saul, he's wearing every color because this guy... He's playing the field. He's playing the field. And, and he has no motive. He's, no I mean, allegiance. He has a motive, but he, he has have no... He allegiance No, he's anyone. all the fuck over the place. Yeah. And so he's the most colorful. You know, like, I, like, having studied art in a way, like, I've studied color theory and different things like that, where I've already kind of known what certain colors mean, which that maybe is why I noticed it right away, but I went online and Max was like, stop looking that up, there's gonna be spoilers, but then when I stopped, when I finished the show, I went back online and read what each color means, like, if a character's wearing red or black, it's usually an omen to, like, something very dangerous and evil happening, Mm -hmm. you know, and also, like, you know, with the kinds of clothes they wear. You know, Gus always wore very buttoned up. If he's at work, he's wearing more beige because that's the color of his restaurant or right. yellow. But when you see him doing his dirty work, he's wearing black, dark red, mm-hmm. things like that. And it's very interesting how those colors, like, give you clues before they even happen, what's right. going to happen. Yeah. It's very fascinating. So if you're going to watch it again... I am. I am going to watch it again. Google their co- the um, Breaking Bad color schemes... And they even show you through the seasons. Like, if you look at Skylar's, it just gets darker and darker and darker and darker and darker. Yeah, it's a reflection of, like, who, who, you know, they are and, like, what they're going through. Marie wears purple in every episode of every season until the last, like, four episodes. As soon as she finds out that Walt is Heisenberg, she wears black. It's an interesting choice by the costume designer. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. I love costume design because, like, they they tell you these things without telling you. Right. You know? Oh, it's so fascinating. But, yeah, and that, in a way, also kind of, like, I think that people subconsciously see those colors and they mean certain things to certain people where, like, the way that Skylar is dressed, too... She dresses very homely, but then she will wear things that have her cleavage a lot. Where I'm always like, Skylar, honey, what are you wearing? You know <laughs> what, what are you I mean? doing? What are you wearing? Why are well, you, not, listen. Even with, not with the cleavage, but just the outfit choices. I'm like, girl, girl. Well, listen, I, where I was last week was Albuquerque. Like, that's where I was. That's where I was born. I was born in Albuquerque. And let me tell you, it's a different world. It is a different world. It seems like a weird place. It is a weird place. It is a weird place. Like, every time I go back there, I'm like, I'm kind of glad I wasn't raised here. Yeah, I was going to say, what... I'd be a very you, different person. Do you like person. Missouri better, then, just by the whole atmosphere and yes. everything? Yes. Okay. I think that there are parts of Albuquerque that are interesting or it's so cool. It's barren. Um, it is. It's beautiful. It's I'm like, sure. It's, it's it a beautiful stunning. place. The culture is amazing the um food is amazing um it's it's a great place but it is a weird weird place like i feel like i feel like people in new mexico sorry if we have albuquerque listeners like i'm not trying to be offensive i'm from there my family is from there i have albuquerque roots but um it, it is a very like it's a very unique atmosphere yeah there and i think that was why it was a good setting for this show too yeah, it's and also people don't understand it. Like if you're not from there, like you don't understand it, so you can kind of paint whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. about about that. Area. Well, like I said, it's barren. Like it's mm-hmm. just very, it's very desert. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you can kind of create whatever you want to create about that space. And crime head. is high. Like yeah. crime is high in Albuquerque. Um, so I assume <sighs> if you guys have listened this long, <laughs> that you have probably seen Breaking Bad. Yep. Or you just don't care. We've given a lot of spoilers. Um, but 
if you have not seen it, I do suggest watching it. I suggest yeah. watching it, and I even suggest, though we just spoiled it for you. Like yes, it. but like watch it anyway. It's so worth watching, and give us your ideas. Yeah, about it because I do find it so interesting. I find the way that they wrote the characters so interesting. And the reason why we wanted to talk about Skylar today is because the hatred for her on the internet was really unlike anything I had ever seen. Exactly. Outside of, you know, Betty, Betty Draper. Draper. Betty Draper had an almost equal hatred online. I feel like this this predates the internet, but I think that Deborah from Everybody Loves Raymond would have been the same. She also had a lot of that that nagging trope, that nagging, you know, yeah. wife trope. And but you know, the difference is Betty and Skylar in many, many ways were abused wives. Yeah. They were abused wives who everyone hated. Yeah. And so it was a really interesting look at the American psyche to see that, like, these women were being mistreated and we were directing our anger and our hatred at them. And what does that say about us as a society that that's where we're directing our shit and not at the men who are doing this to them? Exactly. You know, and not examining that more closely. So I think we will do other um, TV show characters in the future. If you have suggestions, please let us know. I know that we do want to do Betty Draper. I just couldn't do that this week because I haven't seen Mad Men in a long time. Yeah. And I actually didn't finish uh, the series. I so. couldn't finish it. I watched the first like three seasons maybe and then I I, I got out of it. I, I think I watched the first it. four. Um but but yeah, but I mean eventually I do I do want to talk about her. I you know, I wouldn't hate talking about Deborah or Everybody Loves Raymond in general Same. and as a problematic fave TV show because I love that show, Me but too. it has a lot of flaws. Yeah. Uh, from a feminist perspective, it has a lot of flaws. So if you have suggestions, please let us know. You can email us at neighborhoodfeminist at gmail.com. You can also send us your suggestions on Instagram at Angry Neighborhood Feminist. You can follow us on Facebook. We have a business and a group page. You can leave us reviews on our group page as well as on Apple Podcasts. We will feature you in Reviews Day Tuesday. I did not yes. do a Reviews Day Tuesday this Tuesday because it was Madigan's birthday. It was my birthday. So we we did a shout out to her on our Instagram in- so my day. instead of a Reviews Day Tuesday, but mm-hmm. we will get back on that this next coming yes. Tuesday. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at Yamf Podcast, Y A N F Podcast, and you can listen on Radio Public if you would like. It's free for you, good for us. Just yep. download that app. Plain and simple. Yeah. And uh, I think that's everything. That is everything. I really hope that you guys liked this. Like we said, we do want to do more of these. Yeah, give us your feedback. Let us know if you liked this. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed researching this because I just finished the show, too. Well, and so there, are, like, there are so many articles. Like, like so honestly, many. if you guys want to read more, like, op-eds and opinions about this, like, just Google Skylar. Honestly, all you have to do is Google Skylar White, White, and it will automatically pull up all the ways in which we did her dirty. Yeah, honestly, even at the Breaking Bad Wikipedia page. Yeah. Everyone like, knows really? that we we fucked up. We yeah. fucked up in the way we treated Skylar. Yep, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thanks, you guys, so much for listening. We'll see you again next week. With all that being said, we encourage you to, to rage on. on. Bye. Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. 
Seven ribs are completely fused. And you have no idea where this came from? No. She was sent here anonymously. Mm-mm. Not she. They, maybe? W- wait. I've never seen anything like this. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. My grandfather was a journalist back in the 60s and 70s. He specialized in strange stories. Who are they? How are they connected to the skeleton? Play the tape. You'll see. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. We dream about it. We both dream about it. How often?